Hello and welcome to Cop On Podcast, you scrummy little cupcake. Uh, this is a Cop On special. Uh, my name's Owen. I was delighted to be joined by a Bayern fan today. Uh, we're going to get all the lowdown from Bayern Munich, how they're feeling about our clash, how this season has panned out, all of that sort of stuff. Um, thank you so much to Morris and uh, thanks to you for listening, as always. Um, remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Cop on Podcast. Uh, you can support us via patreon.com forward slash cop on podcast for as little as one dollar a month, only one. And for now, as always, it it's free. It's for you. Share us if you like us. Uh, tell your neighbours, you know, go knock on their door and uh, tell them all about Cop on this evening. Go go ahead, why not? In the meantime, enjoy the episode. Thanks. So uh Morris House, thank you so much for joining me and uh, I, the listeners to Cop On Podcast. Thank you so much. Um, my first question is about uh, about you. I mean, how did you become a Bayern fan? Well, I think you're born a Bayern fan. Um, so my, my whole family used to be pretty big Bayern supporters. And yeah, growing up, uh, I was always following the team. And yeah, when I was when I was nine, I was at the Olympiastadion for the first time. And just seeing the players, uh, it was everything that, that I ever dreamed of. And yeah, just throughout the years, I've, I've become a supporter more and more. And all the, the big titles along the way helped, of course. Uh, and the, those great personalities that we have at the team as well. Um, all those players, all those legends. Um, yeah, I think it's just like a, yeah, it's, it's a special, special club. Uh, that's why I like it. Fantastic. And what was the match when you were nine years old? Um, when I was nine years old, the match was uh, Bayern versus Stuttgart. And it was actually the, the last match day. So they were given the, the championship trophy and all the players were celebrating. And uh, in fact, I remember Oliver Kahn, uh, Oliver Kahn, who was the goalkeeper back then, he was uh, presenting the championship trophy to our, uh, to our uh, side where the fans were all standing. And he was like shouting, uh, Dice das Ding, which is which loosely translate to there it is, and that was kind of like an iconic moment for me, and uh, also for for a lot of other Bayern supporters, I suppose. That's brilliant, yeah, yeah, how fabulous! It's so brilliant football. I love football. You've just given me goosebumps just listening to that. Fantastic. Uh, so Oliver Kahn, of course, I remember him. Brilliant, uh, brilliant goalkeeper. Um, and uh, okay, but then um, you're you're part of a, uh, a website and, and a podcast that's just in the German language. If any of our listeners speak German, do check it out. But you've also got a website that publishes articles in English called Mia Sunrot. Is that okay, the pronunciation? I don't know. That's just perfect. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, we, we, our listeners can check it out. How did you start the, the podcast and the website? All right. So actually, in fact, it was not me that started uh, the whole thing, but uh, but I joined on um, later. Um, I think it, it dates back to 2013. So right after the big um, the big uh, champ- Champions League uh, victory over Dortmund, and um, yeah, so we first started out as a as a, as a German website. We also have, um, have been producing podcasts um, ever since, and yeah, then I, I don't actually know the year, but I think in 2015 we launched our English site, and yeah, we've been steadily increasing the volume of content. Uh, so we obviously have a match analysis. We pr- um, we provide like translation of all our uh, German articles, also in English, which features like match previews as well. And yeah, we also have some English original content, though. Uh, for example, 
just recently we started a series where we um, we let um, fan clubs from around the world tell their story, how they support Bayern, and that is always a really great read. Um, just you know, like some folks in in India uh, staying up till midnight to catch all of the games, or guys in uh, Brazil or in um, in the states, um, yeah, you know, like watching the games at like 5 a.m. or something like that, where everybody tells them you you must be crazy. But uh, yeah, just those <laughs> stories are really really uh, interesting, and like you said, that's what that what uh, that's what makes uh, football special, right? Well, absolutely, and it's a, it's a really, uh, I mean, it's a lovely website. I'll put the uh, link in the description for our view, for our listeners. I was going to say viewers. It would be strange if they were just looking at their phones. But uh, yes, anyway. Um, anyway, okay. Let's talk about Bayern's season so far. Um, what rating out of twenty would you give Bayern Munich's season so far? I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. For, for for personally, for Liverpool's season, I think it's been a it's been a nineteen point nine out of twenty so far. What about Bayern for you, in your opinion? Well, I think we're pretty far off of that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I've given it some thought, and I, um, yeah, I cannot go higher than than five. Uh, now, five a five star rating normally is pretty good, like when you're when you're looking for something on Amazon. But uh, if if we're talking out of twenty, I think five is the, is the right number. <laughs> um, yeah, so so it's, it has really been a strange season. You know, um, we hired uh, Niko Kovac as a head coach uh, during the summer or prior to the summer, and things have not been going really well. We started out really good. Um, I think Kovac won his first seven matches. And actually, the, the eighth match um, would have given him the record for best start as a Bayern head coach, as a new Bayern head coach. Um, wow. But then it really went downhill fast. We had a lot of tough losses. And yeah, the, the team has, has struggled all season long. Um, I think... Most evident is when you look at like the the performance on the pitch. There seems to be no real tactical development. Um, I think it it has been a slow um, yeah slow decrease in playing quality ever since Guardiola left. And yeah, we've hit the rock bottom. I think right now. All that said, we're still in second place in the league. So, so don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but you know like six six league titles in a row. Uh, that is something. Yeah, you, you you kind of grow accustomed to seeing Bayern at the top, and now being five points behind Dortmund right now, um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a little bit tough. So um, yeah, uh, it has not been a great season. Uh, I think to sum it up, that is a that is a good way to put it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a very good summary. Thank you. Um, so I mean, so the fans are they uh, are the majority still behind Kovac, or has he lost some of the, you know, some of the confidence in him? Well, um, I think uh, some part of the fans are still behind him um, because you know he is a former Bayern player. I mean, he's never been like a Bayern legend. He has not been like that uh, transformative player for Bayern, but. He still has put in some solid seasons for, for, for Bayern, and he's a, a sympathetic guy. Um, I, I always like him at his press uh, conferences normally, um, where he seems to be like, you know, like open-minded, and he seems to be like like good, good, good company. But uh, like I said, the performances on the pitch kind of uh, outweigh his sympathetic uh, 
attitude somewhat. And um, yeah, so so I think a lot of fans have actually turned on him, and especially in in November. Um, so mid-November, basically, when Bayern has dropped uh, a few important games and also losing games after being the lead for large parts of the game, that's when like the public, there was a public outcry for him to be to be to be fired. That did not happen, but I still a lot of I still think a lot of fans would would like to see him let go uh, come summer. Oh dear. Okay. And so uh, well. I was going to talk about sort of your weaknesses later, but it might be a good time to bring them up now. So, so you you mentioned the defending there is is a is a problem, is it? Could you? I mean, is that the main part of the poor performances? I, I think so. Yeah. Um, the the problem is when Niko Kovac came around, he was always um, yeah, really enthusiastic to talk about defensive stability. Um, that that is the one main selling point that he was always talking about when he was new at Bayern, and I think. Yeah, like half a year later, we have to say that is the area where, where, where it got worse uh, the most. So um, Bayern has really, really big problems to, you know, like just just keep it together in defense. They have uh, a really big trouble um, defending counterattacks. The opponent always seems to be just a little bit faster. We also have, well, now already since like last year in spring, we also have like individual errors which are costing us games uh where you know like a central defender will play a ball right into the foot of a, the opposing attacker uh stuff like that and so yeah central defense is really our our key weakness i would say um and you know like that that kind of gives uh gives you not a good feeling heading into the liverpool match where you got all those fast strikers uh in the attack so yeah that that, that will be that will be basically the the key matchup to watch if if uh, if you want to put it that way yes it sounds i mean it sounds promising for for a liverpool fan to hear that obviously because you know our our attack is um i mean mostly most of the time pretty devastating so i mean that that makes me excited sorry but what about your strengths now you have to give me the fear you know about talk about bayern's strengths who's on fire at the moment yeah uh, the, the fire is is, is not bar- burning that bright currently. <laughs> I, I, I think no. Um, I think um, if if you have to pick out a single player who's been really superb this season, I got to go with uh, Robert Lewandowski. Um, he has always been a superb um, attacker, uh, really really good striker. Um, he had uh, I think close to ninety league goals uh, in his last three seasons, but this season he's really taken another step. Uh, he's unbelievably important for Bayern's whole attack. He is, ha, already has his league high um, assist number uh, at like match day 20. Um, so yeah, he, he's been really outstanding, um, so to say. Another two players which are always important is uh, Thiago in, in central midfield, who's like that, that engine that keeps Bayern running time and time again. He's also very important for, for keeping together that defense and also in the in the build-up play. He's he's I think by far our best our best midfield player. Um, it will be interesting to see whether he can put in that performance on the highest level. Like in the Champions League, he's struggled to do that in the past sometimes. Um, yeah, and another player to watch is uh, Serge Gnabry uh, on the on the right wing. Um, he's he was. He is that player who has to fill the void that uh, Robin and Ribéry have kind of uh, 
created when they, you know, decreased in form. But Gnabry has really answered that call, um, scores a lot of goals. He's really uh, dangerous in attack. Um, so, yeah, I think those three players are the ones to watch. And if anything really gives me some hope for Bayern uh, in, in, the, in the Champions League uh, matchup against Liverpool, it's, you know, that individual class. Bayern has to pull this game out um, just by, by being, having the better individual players, by some of their players, you know, like having that one moment where they, where they score that goal, where they make that pass, where they win that tackling. Um, they really got to compensate that the whole structure of Bayern feels really shaky right now. Yes, and that's the thing that Liverpool fans are, you know, worried about is the fact that obviously Virgil Van Dijk is suspended for us. So, um, you know, Robert Lewandowski, who incidentally I was looking at his uh, a few stats. He's just in the Bundesliga. He scored thirteen goals and has seven assists from twenty matches, which is incredible, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, so, uh, but, uh, you know, for us, Virgil van Dijk is suspended and for you, uh, Thomas Muller is suspended as well. How much will you miss him? Um, yeah, you know, uh, Thomas Muller has kind of turned into a big controversy amongst Bayern fans because um, his, his performances in the last few years have not been as good as he's been starting out his career. Of course, you know, he started his career at a pretty high level. And so it is easy to disappoint fans because they expect the same level of performance or even increasing level of performance uh, throughout the years. And of course, Thomas Müller winning the, the golden boot at the World Cup in 2010, that, that, that creates a lot of excitement, a lot of expectations. Now this season, Thomas Müller has had a little bit um, some problems. He struggled to find his role in that system from Niko Kovac, because you can either put him in as as a uh, on the right wing, where he though he, he lacks that speed. He's no typical winger, so, so to say, he, because he's just not fast enough to to like win a lot of a uh, lot of one on ones. Uh, to yeah, so that is where, where he struggles. So he's been rather shifted to central midfield, but there he is. He's not that. Uh, yeah, he, he does not have his great strength with the ball, but rather like creating spaces for other players. And like I said, without a, without a system that supports him, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's looked kind of lost uh, in, in some games. However, he still has a lot of, so his stats really look good if you look at just assists that he has dished out this season. And also one key aspect is uh, the, the counter pressure. So once we lose the ball up front, he's normally been the organizer uh, for this uh, for this counter pressure uh, to win back the ball. And without him, that will certainly it will certainly make it easier for you guys to advance the ball up the pitch. So that will be one area where we'll miss him most certainly. Um, but like I said, maybe on offense, it might even be a little bit better that he is not playing and Kovac has to put in uh, James Rodriguez. Yes, okay, and he's well. He's not a bad replacement, is he? I mean, James, wow, amazing. Okay, um, and as for your injuries, I mean, Corentin Tolisso, the French midfielder, is unfortunately out uh, with a long-term cruciate ligament uh, injury. Unfortunately, um, there were rumours about um, Manuel Neuer having a, a minor injury, but then I saw today uh, quotes from him saying, "I am fine." It's not that bad. I will play against Liverpool. Uh, so I don't know. Is is Neuer really fine? And uh, do you have any other injuries? So uh, let's first talk about Manuel Neuer. Um, he's been out the last three matches um, in the Bundesliga and in the Pokal. 
um, so in the, in the cup match. And uh, yes, he's. Um, it, the whole thing is somewhat shaded in mystery, so to say. Um, he's been uh, from day one of the injury. Uh, Bayern has kept this r really low key. They said he'll be back by the next match, so then he missed the next match. They they again said, well, he will be back the next match. He has not been. Now they will play Augsburg on Friday. Um, it is not certain whether he plays or not, um, but everybody at the club is like, he will play against Liverpool no matter what. So I, I got to assume that he will actually play. The problem seems to be that he has some kind of uh, of tear in, in his thumb. And if he injures it, if, if the injury gets worse, which could happen due to like a ball hitting it or something like that, then it could turn into something that you would have to get surgery on. And so they want to avoid that at any cost. Um, he has not played, uh, he has not practiced as a goalkeeper though since two weeks now or for two weeks now. So um, yeah, you got to keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, and as for other injuries, I think a few players did miss uh, practice as well. Hummels, Robin Lewandowski, I think Lewandowski will be fine. Um, Hummels will be fine as well. I think you just got to see whether Kovac really trusts him against those speedy attackers. And Robin right now is really, I think he's really considered or has to be considered day to day. You don't really know whether he's fit, whether he's not fit. I think he's been out since November. Uh, so he, I, I don't think he will be an option for the starting role. Um, I can tell you that. So, so probably, you know, either Gnabry or Kingsley Coman would, would be on the wing? I mean, how, how do you expect uh, Nico Kovacs to line up? Let's say, for example, Hummels and Lewandowski are fine and Neuer, uh, they're all fine. How do you, how, what formation and lineup will he pick, do you think? I think, I think um, when you look at the match against Augsburg, which is coming up this weekend, a lot of those players will be featured in the, in the, in the match against Liverpool because Nico Kovac has totally, like, um, changed his mind on like substitutes. Like he, he will just keep the same lineup uh, like th throughout the yeah throughout many games. Um, I think he will pro probably go with uh, back four of um, Alaba and Kimmich on on the on the wings, and then Sule will be um, in central defense. And together with him, either Hummels or Boateng. I'd suppose right now that he will play with uh, with Boateng rather than with uh, than with. Uh, Almost just because he has that extra speed, um, and then in, in midfield, I think I think probably both Coman and Gnabry will get the get will get the start. And then James and uh, Thiago, and I think he will put in Javi Martinez as a central defensive midfielder just to give the team some like defensive anchor and you know to like counteract that that aggressiveness that aggressive speed by by Liverpool. And then you obviously have Lewandowski in in as a forward. That sounds terrifying to me, Morris. I mean, that's a brilliant team on paper. I mean, wow, that looks really difficult. Do you know I mean, for for us, do you think you can go all the way in the Champions League? How do how do the fans feel about playing Liverpool and and your you know about your Champions League confidence in general? Uh, <laughs> every Bayern fan is completely frightened. I have not talked to, to one fan that is like, yeah, we will we will win that one. There's nobody out there who has a good gut feeling about the match. Um, 
you know, also also because of Jurgen Klopp, um, he has been our arch nemesis uh, since his days at, at uh, Dortmund, and he's always seemed to like have our number in those matches, especially in the big matches. Um, I just I just looked up his his uh, record against Bayern, and on in 20 occasions he's won nine games and drawn one game against Bayern. So that is like, you know, almost unheard of for any coach in, in the Bundesliga to have that kind of record against Bayern, especially throughout their strong years. You know, you, he was coach at Dortmund from 2010 to 2015. Those are, are maybe our five best years ever uh, as, as Bayern. And to, to like have a, you know, like almost an even record against Bayern at that time is like unheard of. Uh, so yeah, the confidence level is really low. Um, it seems highly unlikely that that <laughs> that we will advance and then even win the Champions League. Um, but yeah, uh, like you say, never doubt the heart of a champion, uh, I suppose. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> that has really been something for Bayern also this season. The team has a great mentality and they have shown in, in numerous matches this season that they can really yeah, just with sheer will, willpower, uh, kind of win those games and turn around those games. So that is the only thing giving you hope, really, uh, for for the Champions League this season. Wow! And where where are you going to watch the match? Um, I, in in one of the pubs in Munich. So yeah, sadly, I did not get a get a ticket for e- either Anfield Road nor uh, nor the Allianz Arena. So I will be in the pub in Munich, uh, cheering on the team and hopefully celebrating a victory. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I mean, obviously I can't wish you, uh, you know, all the best of luck for that game, but I hope that, uh, you know, Bayern have, have a great season anyway, apart from the Champions League. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for joining me, Morris. It's been absolutely enlightening. I've learned a lot about Bayern Munich and uh, it's been a lot of fun talking to you. So thank you so much for being on Cop On. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. And yeah, likewise for you. I really hope you win the league title this year. Um, you know, um, you really, you guys really deserve it in the Champions League. Like you said, uh, let's hope for that, that Bayern advances. <laughs> Ooh, the cheeky chappy. Thank you so much to Morris House from Misan Rot. Uh, I'll put the website in the description for you listeners and thanks of course to you for listening cop on will be back soon uh for um i don't know we're just going to get all excited about manchester united everton and of course we'll have the reaction to the bayern munich game uh so thank you do share cop on podcast uh, or send us your feedback cop on podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at cop on podcast my name is owen Thanks. Have a great day, uh, evening, night, wherever you are, whoever you are. Ta-ra!